The following program is furnished by Startup Nation Media Group. Welcome to this edition of Startup Nation Radio. Now, the really cool thing about today's show, typically on Startup Nation, we talk about entrepreneurs, maybe it's freelancers, maybe it's part-time, maybe it's a sole proprietorship type company, uh, you know, someone wanting to form a business of their own. And it's really kind of, you know, very personal, very contained. It's it's all about uh, making some extra income. And in some cases, people have bigger dreams. They dream to create a company that grows to have lots of employees, lots of revenue, and, uh, and that ultimately gets noticed in its marketplace for doing what it does, doing what it does well, and for its growth and its success and so on. And it gets acquired. You know, it gets bought by another company. And that's a really, we call that an exit. And that's a really exciting thing for entrepreneurs who want to build a company rather than, say, have it be a lifestyle company one that gets purchased. You build it, you grow it rapidly, and you sell it, and you have this great success and and great return to shareholders. Such a story as that which we're going to tell today. We're going to do it with my co-host today and former partner in creating new ventures, Chris Cameron. Chris, you're managing director at PricewaterhouseCoopers. This is a story that we're going to tell today that you know well. You were involved. You were part of the team that made it happen. Tell us a little bit about your background first, Chris. Welcome to Startup Nation. Yeah, well, thanks, yeah. Jeff. It's great to be here. Great to be back on the air with you. And uh, yeah, it this is, is great. A, this a fun story, yeah. I think. It's it's a local story, company here built up in Wald Lake. And really, it's interesting. For me, it was my first opportunity as I finished grad school to join a, a early stage startup company. And my background to that point had been public accounting. I've been a CPA. I've been helping companies go through the process of, you know, auditing their financial statements, helping them build yeah. forecasts, that sort of thing. And so my background following all of that is, is obviously, you know, I got into Paramount, which we'll talk a little bit about here in a few minutes. And then you and I met up not long after that, a few years later and spent good five, six years, you know, building companies. At, building at companies Ventures. with a couple of really good success stories. Yeah, yeah, some great success stories across cybersecurity, across data analytics, uh, some really interesting plays in uh, e-procurement and, and, and other and areas. A, and a biotech success. Biotech, as well, yeah. Yeah, those, yeah. Those were great, great days working with you, Chris. And uh, you and I were really in lockstep. You know, I'm kind of a visionary type entrepreneur that's got lots of ideas, kind of a, more on the creative side and so on. You're really good financially. You know, you're able to do, you're, you're able to see a company through the lens of, you know, really the, um, it's really the vital statistics uh, of, a com- of judging a company, of judging the merits of a startup company and so on. And you're really good at building around that, you know, taking that information and building a company around that. Well, and I think understanding the core tenets of how a company's going to work financially is, is foundational. It's everything. everything. Foundational. Right. Exactly. If you don't understand exactly. how you're going to make money, how you're going to forecast your cash, how you're going to make all those components work, you're going to be a very disappointed entrepreneur. Right. right? So you're I was always saying, thank God for you. Yeah, there you go. Let's <laughs> say it again. One more time. Thank God for you, there Chris you Cameron. There uh, you go. But it really, I think Paramount was an amazing experience, right? Yes, I'm, I'm fresh out of getting an MBA in marketing. I remember very well walking in the door with my co-founder at the time and you know, I had my little briefcase and had my marketing book and I'm like, what do I do next? Right. What do I, I'm sure a lot of, what do I do on, first? What do I do first? <laughs> what do I do at all? Right. Right. And I remember uh, the question was build a marketing plan. I opened up my textbook. I'm marketing like, plan marketing plan, plan right. you know, product, right, right, place, right, right, price, right. 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 So, there you go. <laughs> I've got yeah. it. But you know, I think Paramount, while it is a enterprise software company, we'll talk a little bit about that. I think has a lot of lessons that any entrepreneur can learn sure. from, right? Just, sure. I think as we looked at the market early on, we weren't a software company. Right. We didn't start out that way. We were a services company looking to deliver some ERP software, financial software to mid-sized companies. So that's what we were doing, reselling in service. 
And then we just had an opportunity with our first big sale. I saw an opportunity to innovate, right? We saw an opportunity to solve a problem in the market. And I think that's really the first message. You know, you can learn so much from your clients about what problems to solve and prioritize. I mean, they're telling you what the market needs right Right. there. And if you've got the ability to deliver on a need, it's called an opportunity. It's called an opportunity. (laughs) And we saw that. I saw that. And it really became a passion, right? And that's the other thing. As an entrepreneur, if you're passionate about it, you'll do it well, you'll do it naturally. And for me... I was passionate about solving this problem. So how could I come in and really find a way to automate, in this case, all these processes at this client, which were very manual, right? So we had purchasing process that wasn't very automated with this first big client. And so we built a suite of software around that capability that ultimately became the flagship of what we ultimately built around Paramount. And that that led to a lot more. That's really exciting. You know, at what point did you start to feel Hey, we're on to something here. You know, I think we came in and we demoed our new software, right? And I did some air quotes you can't see on the air because it was really a true prototype. I spent time learning to program, learning to develop what I wanted it to look like, right? And I hadn't had a programming background, but we go into the uh, client's office and say, here's what we're going to be delivering to you, our new software product. And they were just like, that's perfect. That's exactly what we need. That's going to solve a pressing problem in the market, right? for clients like us. And it was at that moment, Jeff, that I thought, you know, we have something we can commercialize. Yeah, that gave you validation mm-hmm. and affirmation that this was a direction to go in. But then taking it from that to the market takes funding, takes, you know, uh, resources, people, the whole thing. How do you go from we see an opportunity to let's jump on this thing and make some money from it? Let's well, build a company around it well, in your case. yeah, Right. I mean, I think as we saw how our client was leveraging this in the suite of software that we'd helped them implement around their financial software, we quickly saw that this could be replicated. We quickly saw that we could take this out to market and that became the next watershed moment. And like the next move is, well, great, you got this. What do you do? And right. we started to find other companies who were in the market of servicing and selling the software that we had you know, we have been doing at Epicor was the name of the financial software. We called them up and we started to have conversations. Hey, we solved the problem with this. Would you like to do the same? Right. And suddenly we had a channel, right? So value added reseller, VAR channels. This is another lesson for the entrepreneurs, how you go to market. There's a lot of options. Oh, that's one of the toughest parts, how you go to market through what channels and everything. How do you create the awareness? How do you do the sales? That takes money it, it and is. resources and people and, right. you know, and vision and the whole thing. In a, a reseller network costs you something. You give something to the reseller, but you get everything you on just said. On the back said. end. On the yeah. back end. Yeah. You get everything you just said packaged in, the relationships, the go-to-market, the messaging. And then ultimately, the last thing I'll, I'll point out for us, it was the next watershed moment, was a white labeling agreement. So the opportunity to have one of these software companies say, hey, we're going to take your technology, your purchasing system, and requisitioning system, we're going to tuck it into our purchase order. People can just buy it like it's our stuff. That really changed the game. Wow, because then they were doing the selling. Yeah. You were getting a piece on the back end on the, on their sales. Everything. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. That, that, and that drives funding into the company, allows you to start thinking about growth. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's when things start getting really exciting, right? It, it really does. And I think the closing point just being there are a lot of different ways you can look at a market and a lot of different ways. Once you solve a pressing problem, you can start to continue to go to market. Resellers, direct, a mix. You get a big partner in the market who can white label your product or service. It does create a game-changing experience for you in terms of market yeah. reach. So there you were, you got validation. You've now got your channels. You got sales. You got funding coming in through sales. This, you got validation. I mean, you're feeling good. You're onto something at this point. Um, but at some point, you know, there's growth and there's growth and growth. And then all of a sudden someone calls on the phone and says, Hey, 
we're looking at you guys. We think you're, a, you know, you might be in our sweet spot here. You could be a potential acquisition candidate for us, right? That's that's kind. Of, I mean, I've I've oversimplified it, you, but, you but, have. Those, but but those things happen. Those things we, happen. But we want to hear the details. We want to hear the stories behind the story, Chris. Yeah, we're gonna do that right after this break, and we're gonna bring on the CEO of the newly formed the merge entities mm-hmm. that now form this powerhouse single entity. Uh, we'll allow you to introduce the CEO um, when we come back after this break, and let's let's hear the rest of the story. It's really exciting stuff. Sounds great, Chuck. All right, Chris, ready for this break? More with Chris Cameron on Startup Nation Radio. 